Previously on the Fable Forge. Being in this campsite doesn't necessarily mean, oh shit, right. these people are coming to get us, right. sort of thing. Yeah, right. that's a good. Okay, so, I feel much better. This is a public place. We are not encroaching on anyone's territory. No, no. And it's not like they kidnap people to sacrifice them to their strange god or anything. Right. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Turd Wheel Academy and I was an orphan, but I tested in and it was like my dream, right? Like. Yeah. I tried to bring my friend Twinkles back to life and it worked, but he was kind of an unholy abomination. Uh. I joined these guys because the gate gives me a little boost to the old necromantic power. It's some sort of probably benevolent forest force. She says, I am Malaria of the North Wind. <gasps> You're not dead. You will need to gather your strength for the battle ahead. I'm not able to aid you. I'm not strong enough to go in to the caves where the cult resides. But I wish to grant you my blessing if you will take it. Yes. Corey holds out his hand. Use it wisely. Are you just, why are you helping us here? That's not yours to ask. Is your heart ready to be warmed by friendship? Is your mind ready to be intrigued by mystery? Is your body ready to be awed by magic? Then you're ready for The Fable Forge. I'm Gardner. My pronouns are he, him, <laughs> and I play Torin, the turtle bard. I recently saw a gif posted by Elise that described me as the kid that says, I like turtles. <laughs> I would like to point out that I was not like that kid before I started this podcast. <laughs> I am like that kid now. <laughs> you, can, you can see that gif on our Twitter. I'm Lauren, she, her, and I play Oriak Undrald, the half-orc paladin of DK. Tell them about your Switch news. Oh boy, I am so excited because I pre-ordered <laughs> the Animal Crossing Special Edition Switch, and oh. it's my favorite game series, and I've been playing it since the GameCube one came out. Yes. I'm really, really excited, <laughs> and I keep getting hit by waves of excitement, so I might just randomly burst out in the podcast about how excited I am about Animal Crossing, so I apologize in advance. <laughs> it seems legitimate. Is there a way we can come up with a, an analog for Oriak to be excited about? I mean, oh, anytime boy. he sees, like, a squirrel or a Cross skunk or something. <laughs> like, Animal Crossing. Oh, oh. You know, because we've established that Ori is a city boy. Does, and he, so, does like, he keep a record of every animal that crosses his path? Sure, yes. Sure. He has a journal called Animal Crossing. <laughs> Animal Crossing. Because Animal it's, Crossing. You know, yeah. <laughs> Great, I love it. Mm -hmm. My name is David and my pronouns are he, him, and I play a little boy called Coriander, who is a half-human, half-something-else ranger from space, and he's also really excited about the video game Animal Crossing. Coriander is. <laughs> Not he's David. so pumped about it. Cory brought his Switch. It's in his inventory, Ooh. so hope you're all ready for that. It's only got a couple hours of battery, though, left, and the Joy-Cons are breaking. <laughs>
My name's Elise, she, her, I play everybody else. Giant squid's brains are shaped like a donut and their stomach goes through their brains. So if they eat something that's too big, they can give themselves brain damage. Oh my God. Oh no. What? I have a lot of questions, but the biggest one is just why? (laughs) I didn't come up with it. It's not my fault. (laughs) You didn't invent giant squid. I wish. Wow. Donut brain. We've all had that. Yeah, that feels like like poignant (laughs) to me, like the stomach being in your brain, but I can't exactly pinpoint why. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Coriander's ready to get uh, to get some cultists. Yeah. I like how Nomad was like, scope them out, do not fight them, and you're all like, yeah, fight Fight them. (laughs) Oh, wait. Was that part of our order? I forgot. He didn't really know. He was like, do was not up. die. I will feel super yeah. bad if he I set you out. Don't die. He, we're not going to die. Yeah. yeah, that's not the same as don't, don't fight worry them. worry about it, dad. Also, if we die, it. we're not really going to die because the necromancers are going to bring us back. And then are we really dead? Yeah, getting killed by yeah. necromancers is like the easiest one because they're just like, <laughs> come back. You're a part of us now. And we're like, sure we are. Yeah. Winkity yeah. wink. <laughs> we don't have a choice. Stab. We're a corpse. Are you guys <laughs> talking about this in character while you're walking on nope. the road? <laughs> we're not using our character voices, so no. Because Bud, no, no, no. Bud in my brain is like, no. <laughs> no, we, we are talking in character, but this is like jokey necromancer voices. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they're all using. <laughs> people voices are yeah. the voices that Coriander, Oriak, and Torin use to pretend to be necromancers. <laughs> oh, hey, yeah. how's it going, everyone? I'm a necromancer. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I just had so many bones. Oh, I love bones and death. My, yeah. You ever kill a toad and just love it? No. Yeah, but that's, that's fucked up, the Corey. stuff. No, it's what? no we gotta cut a, this out no, here, okay? Oh, that's okay, fucked okay. up. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> oh, I hey, got hey, into hey. character. Wait, hang on. Clearly. Watch, watch, watch. I was just... That reminded me. I was thinking about it. And you know, so Felix, right? I do know Felix and I... Who the well, fuck is Felix? Okay, so uh, but well, he was but, a toad and now he's a boy. That's all you need to know. And here's the thing. He's Torrin's son. Don't worry what? about he's it. He's not my... I have so many questions. Son. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but listen, listen. So he went away, right? And then yes. he came back in spring covered in mud. Do you think Felix is a flower or a cicada? No, I think he was hibernating. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Like a, oh, he is a toad. He's a toad. They oh bury my. themselves did in the your, mud. Did your toad right. evolve into a boy? boy? <laughs> I don't rightly know. It seems like it's just going around because we saw this uh, this wood spirit, the wolf spirit in the woods, and she was a human too. And so maybe it's just like maybe it's a disease. <laughs> flying, yes. That it's going around. That becoming human is something that I can catch. Are you talking about Valaria? Yeah. She lives in these woods. Well, You guys saw her? Yes. Yeah, ah. you know, a yeah she showed up to oh. me while I was on my walk. Cool. That's Gave good. me a blessing. That's good now luck. I'm good at shooting. Yeah. Fuck. What? 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 What's wrong, Torin? Well, I, I said it's good luck. Yes. Good. Right, good you luck. got the blessing too. Yeah. What's, the, what's yeah. the big deal? Except, how many times have I met Malaria? Like twice. Half. I don't know the answer to we that question. We saw her in wolf form. Well, we saw a big footprint right. once. That doesn't really count as a meeting. Right. And then she was like kind of dead and being sucked right. by all those tubes in right. the basement of Oasis. Gross, but yes. And uh, that counts as maybe like a 0.25 of a meeting. All right. Uh, we, I don't think we touched her, but we did touch the tubes. I don't. Did you touch her? Either I, way, mm. I think zero times is the correct amount. I don't think you've there, met Malaria. There were no tubes. 
There were power lines or whatever. No. There were like grooves. <laughs> there were grooves. I've, I know. I've listened to the podcast. <laughs> there were there were grooves in the there in were the altar. There were grooves in the altar, yeah. but they were power lines. Okay. They were like channels. <laughs> to, you know. But no. The the point is, I've barely met the person, and I took a favor from him without asking anything. I was just like, yeah, yeah, touch my finger. Give me that sweet wind. I don't understand the problem. Well, you see... I think that's a big part of the Felix story as well, which, you know, we can update you on sometime, but... I'm a recovering warlock. Oh, yeah, we've all been there. You did the same thing I did. You swore your allegiance to uh, some unknown entity. In my case, it was a a fae who was working for an unknowable horror from beyond the stars. And in your case, it was a necromantic cult dedicated to the eradication of all uh, life and the coming of their inevitable god. And thus, you swore allegiance. You you took the queen's shilling, as it were. And you tried to kill me with marijuana, so I don't really know. I mean, I'm not... How recovered from evil you are. Well, that's true. But I'm not <laughs> trying to say that you're evil, <laughs> bud. I'm just trying to say that I've been in the same sort of situation that you are, and I think you better tread lightly. You may have uh, stepped in some bigger shit than you realize. Corey sidles up to Oriok and uh, has... His notebook that he has been filling out with that uh, on the front says how to be tough because mm-hmm. he's been taking notes because mm-hmm. he wants to be tough. He, that's like his new thing. <laughs> and he goes up to Oriak, the definite, I would say the, the poster child as far as we're concerned of being the tough. <laughs> Absolutely the expert. The last word. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. The definitive tough person mm-hmm. in our party currently. And I say, okay, so I what I'm getting is I think... Bud is confusing being evil with being tough. Those aren't the same thing, right? Being tough, you can be good and tough, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay, good. Because I want to be good, but I want to be tough. Yeah, yeah. You can, uh... Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. Scribble, 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 scribble. (laughs) (laughs) There's lots of diagrams that you do not understand in this book. What What would you have done if Ori had been like, no? Corey would have gotten out his character sheet and slid the chaotic good alignment down a little bit to chaotic neutral. <laughs> That's probably what Corey would have done. Corey is definitely mm-hmm. looking for a father figure. Aww. I don't know what you're talking about. That wasn't your character voice. That's that was your, my necromancer that's your, that's your praying voice. Yeah. Shut up, God. <laughs> that's a great praying voice. Yeah. Hey, so uh, could you uh, give me a blessing here real quick? Please help the Vikings win the Super Bowl. <laughs> so let's go uh, Let's go get these cultists, huh? I mean, yeah. So, but is, um, we're looking at the mountain here. Uh, is this, is it that dark and dank hole or is it that dark and dank hole? Or is there like some sort of, weird moon door or something like how do we just follow me get in this thing it's it's gonna be okay just follow me can i um can i just uh are we gonna be going um down into the underground i mean it's underground but it's not down really it's more of a horizontal more of a okay straight shot but is there going to be like lots of rock on top of us yeah that's how a cave works but i'm gonna stand way back from you and just uh there might be some smoke okay Torin has problems with enclosed spaces. It's not. It's nothing you did. Don't worry. Got it. We just have oh. to be ready to support him in these times. That kind of smoke. I yes. thought you were going to cast a spell. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought he was just going to rip a big doozy. <laughs> Fart it up. That spell. Listen, I'm going to blow the entire top off of this mountain so I can have some air. <laughs> Do you 
I want to roll perception checks. <gasps> uh, yeah. As yeah. you're getting closer to the mountain. Mm-hmm. 17. 13. An eight. So the only one who can't smell this <laughs> is the man in a tor- tur- tortle in a cloud of um, cotton. <laughs> <laughs> as you are getting closer, it starts to smell like mold. Ugh. Oh, yuck. And Bud's like, oh, this is way worse than the last time I was here. So it did smell like mold last time you were here. Just inside the cave, not okay. out here. And mm. um, he reaches over and like pokes at one of the trees and it like collapse, like the part that he pokes like collapses in and there's a little puff of oh, no. like mold. I put a scarf over my, mm. over my face uh, yeah. just to kind of filter some of those spores. I don't want to get black mold disease or mm-hmm. whatever you can get. From- Should I uh, get that wet first? Oh, thank you, bud. He, gets, he does the same. Mm-hmm. In the water that's here, which I trust. I'm going to pour some water from my own canteen. Uh, yeah, this. not like not like that black puddle over right. there. The horses are unhappy, I would say. <laughs> so- can we leave them at the entrance? Tie them up? Well, outside? you're kind of, what you're looking at right now is there's a very narrow path with the rotten trees to either side mm-hmm. um, and a path leading up ahead of you and then it like turns a corner. You can't see the entrance of this cave yet. It's somewhere up this trail, but this is kind of the beginning of where the trees have started to get rotten and moldy sure. and things that are really bad here. This is clearly the way to the gross people's lair. Correct. Like they're um, not beating around this bush. In fact, no. they're molding and destroying this bush. <laughs> right. And the horses do not want to go in. That's fair. They don't have to. Yeah, let's uh, tie them up. Which one of these trees looks solid <laughs> enough that it won't collapse uh, I mean, into the horse? Let's maybe walk back a few, uh, sure. you know. Yeah. Steps. Make sure the horses sure, don't yeah. lick any nasty stuff. Yeah. Gloria, do you want me to tie your horse to the tree? Like, are you, you okay to get close to these trees, or do you want to maybe stay away from them? Are you are you implying that I'm still afraid of trees because I definitely didn't run away from that scary tree before? Is that what you're <laughs> saying, Torrent? Because I'm just, what I'm in is I am so strong and so brave right now, and I'm not scared of any of this. Watch. I touch one of the trees, and it, like, molds, and I, like, visibly almost throw up. <laughs> it's so close. I'm like, mm, it's good. It's fine. I love this. You don't have to uh, to, to be tough like that, Cora, you know? If you don't want to touch the moldy tree, you don't have to touch the moldy no, tree. I want to. Don't let Tor and bully you. Yeah, I want to. I put my other hand it's on It's really it. gross. No, this is not what I wanted. I'm loving it. Stop. Mm. Oh, mold is so good. I just want to put it all over my body. You're going to get sick. You're wrong. I'm tough. That's not what that word means. Hold on. I wipe my hands off of this disgusting mold and I get out my, my notebook and I say, tough does not mean stupid. Correct. Okay, so you tie up the horses um, a little ways off where the grass is still green and the trees Mm -hmm. are not dead and make your way up. Before you round the corner, Bud is like, okay, so we have to get our story straight. Your main quest is to rescue this lady, right? Yeah. Okay, so uh, I'm going to tell him that your people interested in joining the cult. Oh, okay. Uriag is visibly like not okay with that. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's mm. you're lying to bad it's people. Lie, it's right. it's not. We're tricking them for good. Uh, telling someone that you're going to join their cult is the same as saying you're the Queen of England. It doesn't mean jack shit. <laughs> you don't have to swear anything. They just it's just to get us in the front door. Sure. We're like prospective students going yeah. on a campus yeah. tour. How good of a liar are you all? Good. I would say if there was a if there was hmm. a way to quantify it, it would be about a negative one. Hmm. I think I'm a very good liar. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Can I make a deception that, check that to all lie tracks. about? This is my favorite deception check that I'm ever gonna make. <laughs> to lie about I'm going your to make a deception check to see if I can lie about being a good liar. Yeah, please. Hell yeah. Seventeen. <laughs> yeah. You, that. Yeah. All right. I'm incredibly deceptive. I've known you for a day and a half and that seems yes. correct. It tracks, right? <laughs> yeah, totally. About as good at lying as I am at shooting apples out of trees, bud, which is to say incredibly. <laughs> Wonderful. Bud only got 16, so he believes you. Ta-da. Hey. <laughs> Great. Torin, by the way, is back down the path a little ways and then he comes back to you and he's holding some grass that he pulled up. Mm-hmm. And he's sort of watching it, and he's like, "What? Oh yeah, I'm I'm fine at lying." That I believe less. All right, well, we'll just have to do our best. Right, um, the less we talk, the better, says Corey. Yeah, that's probably true. As I'm as I'm holding this, this grass is from the uh, the good part of the forest. Uh-huh. As I bring it in, does it change at uh, all? Yeah, definitely wilts and gets all grody. Oh, Ugh. do we all oh, see that? Do, how are, are our, like? trail rations and stuff then that's what i was gonna ask yeah i was gonna start checking all my shit and mm-hmm. my body like because i'm organic <laughs> matter like, i don't want to die anything that's like preserved is fine okay preserved or baked or yes Corey checks in his little rucksack and it's just bread and cheese so he's good Perfect. balanced diet all right so you with a with a solid plan <laughs> Fly. Right. We, we, we trust Bud. But by the way, uh, how many folks are we uh, expecting in here? Well, like I told you yesterday, about 15. Not so bad. I could kill 15 people. Deception check. Yeah. <laughs> so you round the corner, and there's a cave entrance, and there's two uh, people standing guard, and one of them is an elf, and one of them is a human that... Uh, both Torin and Coriander recognize it is Colby. Okay, okay. What? So just to just to to have a little moment, um, Colby is Corey's best friend, mm-hmm. uh, or was for you know. I mean, it's been you know mm-hmm. two weeks, so probably still. But I didn't really know what happened to Colby after Oasis fell. I haven't checked in with him at all. Uh, because we don't have texting. <laughs> and so I was just like, well, I hope Colby's safe. And this is safe, I guess. Uh, Colby's uh-huh. alive. And that emotion hits Corey. And then Corey realizes, oh, Colby's alive. And like doing some nasty deeds. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Or maybe Colby's just like us and is like trying to infiltrate to take it down from the inside. But I'm scared. Can I do a perception check to like just kind of do a once over sure like as you walk up yeah and yeah. like get a detailed description of what colby's up to physically sure. my perception check is a 15 he doesn't seem to notice you <gasps> um i do have a scarf over my face so maybe, maybe <laughs> he won't notice my uh your best friend since you were i don't know little it's kids. just my eyes he's probably not expecting to see coriander here I don't know. he looks fine but he's fine. very rigid and like 
kind of statuesque almost, just kind of standing there and like staring straight ahead. Bud is like, "Uh, yeah, I got uh, new recruits. And uh, the elf turns and is like, we haven't seen you for two months. Where have you been? And Bud's like, well, recruiting people. They don't really know what you want for me. We wave. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. (laughs) Get off my dick, Dennis. Dennis is like, <laughs> Dennis is like fine, fine. Uh, go on in. Can I just take a look at Colby? Is the the rigidity? Is it just like you know guard posture, or is it is there something hinky going on? Did you say hinky? Yeah, hinky. I was gonna try first if I could like an insight check to see if I can gauge if I can see if something is off about his attitude is mannerism like okay you can roll that but with disadvantage because you don't actually know this person very well okay maybe that's just how colby is yeah <laughs> 11 yeah not sure not sure hard to say does he track us like nope he's just staring straight ahead yep Corey's also not going to engage that Colby feel- at all because that feels very dangerous to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it does feel Corey's very gonna dangerous. be like, well, maybe I'm dodging a bullet right now that Colby's not noticing me. Or, <gasps> like you said, it's the theory that maybe he's trying to infiltrate and he's just really being sure. bad at pretending that he doesn't recognize Who knows? You. If you touch him, does he disintegrate? We'll find out. Bud leads you into a den. Couch and a TV. Yep. Wait. <laughs> uh, there's a shag carpet. Yes. It's uh, down like two steps, but they're like wide, like a 70s den. Yeah, Yeah, like Mad Men. (laughs) Yeah. And it's uh, yellow, puke yellow shag carpeting and low furniture that doesn't look comfortable. They really are evil. Yeah, this is true. (laughs) No. True depravity. (laughs) But here's my question. Is the shag rug like slightly moldy? No, the shag rug's fine, but beyond the shag rug, there is a patch of floor that is straight up gross looking, and it's surrounded by 12 hooded and robed figures that are holding hands and chanting something nefarious. Mm -hmm. It's the gross floor club. Probably, we love mold, we love mold. Before them, against the far wall, is a standing flame in a... Brazier. Ah. Oh. Yes. Mm. How do you know if a flame is standing? David, I don't know. <laughs> what is it like? It's up on its feet. Like it's up. It's got, it's like calcifer. It's got little feet. Yeah, it's on like a stand. So it's got feet. <laughs> yes. So it's, a, it's literally <laughs> a standing flame. It's got feet. Yeah. It never gets to sit. Just like cashiers in America. Yeah. <laughs> um, As you walk in a short average looking white woman human woman steps in front of you and she's wearing a black robe and you can only tell that she's fancier than the others because she has cool eyeshadow on so like (laughs) so she's fancier than the others in like a status way or just like she's a fancier no in like a status way you're Uh, like oh shit like oh this one matters here's the big one (laughs) because she's got fancy makeup she's got that eyeshadow baby yeah bud's like hey tita and she's like, it's Tina the evil. How many times do I have to tell you? And Bud's like, I'm not calling you that. Nobody calls you that. And she's like, who are these people? Yeah, these are new recruits. Cool, huh? Oh, hold on. Sorry. Before we continue the scene, one more detail. On your right side against the wall are two cages. Well, there's three, but only oh, two yeah. have people in them. One of them is clearly Darcy. And the other Ooh. one is a turtle. 
<gasps> oh shit. Uh, it's Torrin. Uh, it's Torrin. Torrin has climbed into a cage. <laughs> the Torrin we're with what, is a doppelganger. What does the what does the turtle look like? Why are you asking me character? You asking yeah. Tina? <laughs> well, he kind of looks like you, actually. What's your name? My name is uh Jay. Roll deception. <laughs> 15. I rolled a five. She's like, okay, yeah, sure. He, uh, yeah, I don't know what his name is. We found him on the road. Oh, I see. Out of character. Do I recognize? Yeah, it's your brother. Shit. Who wrote to you and was like, I'm coming to Nomad. And Fuck. Yeah, his name's Mend oh. Oh, for the nice. audience. That's wonderful. Oh. That's great. Tina, um, you know, might I just say, um, Tina the Evil sounds, uh, like a lovely name, but might I uh, offer a counter uh, suggestion? No. I was just thinking, uh, Tina Nefarious <laughs> might be. Uh, no. No. I said mm. no. Even just evil Tina would be kind of cool. It's kind of like a martini. What's your name? Oh, I'm Leno. It's nice to meet you. I extend my hand, and and this is uh, very this is proper. This is Bob. He's yes. pretty quiet. Our names are Jay, hey. Leno, and Bob. Bob. Bob sometimes goes by Sports Car, so you can call them Sports Car. Roll deception. If you, want. you got it. <laughs> Ten for me. Can I assist? I guess. Advantage. Yep. Give me in role play what so she you, say. You said he also goes by Sports Car. Sports Car. Yeah, it's a cool nickname. Yeah, it's normal. You know, he's like, this person is Tina the Evil. Sports car is totally not that weird. Evil's in all, evil is in all capital letters, by the way. He, uh, hey, I have it on the top of her character oh, sheet nice. here. He, uh, sometimes he just goes, and that's how you know when he's excited. Advantage, I guess. I still got a 10. She does not buy this at all. Fair. She's like... What the hell is a sports? I don't have time for this. We're trying to open up this portal, so. Oh, nice. Uh, can we observe? Uh, no. Why not? Because you haven't been initiated yet. This is super secret club business. Oh, yes, it does seem. I that see. Way. Yeah, mm, sure. Yeah. Uh, Bud turns around to you and rolls his eyes. <laughs> Bye. Oh, so this was just a quick peek, and now we have to leave. Okay. Cool. Cool. I mean, cool, cool. Cool. Yeah, Bud. I mean, can we like? Can we help? We came to be initiated. I want to be initiated. I was told I would get to join a cult today. Instead, they're just like, oh, no, we're just... Torrin, Torrin said... <laughs> yeah, cal calm Seven. down, Torrin, calm Bud's down. Like, you don't want to see this guy when he's like angry. looking at you like he's trying to understand if you're trying to give him a hint to, like, attack or something. Like, he can't quite... He's, like, can't parse what your anger is supposed to uh, be. Like, if he's <laughs> supposed to play... He's not good at deception. Yeah. I, I touch Torin on the back and I say, JJ, now settle down. Jay got very excited. I address Tina now and say, Jay got very excited about joining a cult today. And as you can see, he got a little worked up. Thought it was all going to go so fast, but I understand there are processes to be followed. So we must go through the, the proper channels. We all need to go talk to our new friend Bud back here. We'll, we'll be right back. Yes, fine. Okay, goodbye, Tina the Evil. Goodbye. This isn't the... I could run a better cult. This isn't even the proper geometry for this kind of... Hi, you. It's me, your Uncle David. And I'm here to give you a treat. Thank you for listening to this show. We made it for you, and I'm glad you're here. I have a bit of an announcement for you, which is cool. Season two, right now, of the Fable Forge will be ending soon. 
possibly as early as the next episode that hits this feed. Wow. But don't worry, the Fable Forge is not ending. Oh no, nothing like that. Oh dear, oh no. Instead, it is transforming. Like right now, we are a chubby little caterpillar, and we're going to get into a cocoon, get all snuggly, get big, and we're going to become a beautiful chubby butterfly, both of which are gorgeous in their own way, but this one, the one that we're going to become, is more flexible. So stay tuned in the coming weeks for more specifics, but the short version is that we're going to continue to play in this resting earth setting that Elise has imagined and brought to life, but we'll be looking in different corners of the world, getting away from the Cory Ori Torin story for a while. Like I said, stay tuned to Twitter, to obviously this feed, etc., etc., and you will know as soon as we know. The next episode will be out on Tuesday, March 3rd. So write that down, please, for me, or I'll forget. <laughs> write it down for my sake. Don't you love me? Okay, we're in some bad shit. That's that's my brother over there. What? What? Oh, what? Yeah. Okay. I guess you got, got a brother. Uh. I, yes. Keep yeah. our, keep our voices down. <laughs> we gotta be quiet. Sorry. It's a huddle. No, it's good. No, I mean me neither. I've got I a real shit stealth squad. <laughs> I mean, I have. Uh, yes, I have at least one brother. But this is one of that total in the cage is your brother. Yes, and I know that that's like sort of weird and a big coincidence, but oh, that's huge. Yeah, it's. Uh, oh dear. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, my best friend is guarding the entrance to this place. Did you see what? I told me. What? So what I don't have time fuck? to explain the nuances of our relationship, but that like weird kind of like statuesque dude that was standing near, not Dennis, the one that didn't yeah, talk. Yeah, the, oh, the, yeah, not Dennis. Yeah. Dennis, very iconic, very interesting character. We'll, we'll plumb the depths of Dennis when we can. But for Are now, you implying that Colby is not an interesting character? I'm implying that Colby you is a best friend. Box. Absolutely boring, has no <laughs> value whatsoever to the story. No, Colby's wonderful, and I get along with Colby very well. And it's Clearly. uncanny that Colby's just sort of standing there being a guard as a necromancer. It freaked me out, and I didn't say anything, and I don't think he noticed me, which is lucky, because that, that would have been a real uh, red flag. That but, also uh, seems weird. I like, know. Why didn't he notice you? If you, you? You're saying you were best friends? Yes. I know. And he didn't recognize you. I, mean, I did you. have this scarf over my face, and my eyes are very uh, generic. It's uh, not that good of a disguise. Is he, like, good at deceiving? Because maybe he just was, like, playing it cool. I don't know. Oh, no, but have you ever heard of fantasy football? Nope. Oh, well, then this won't help you. Colby's about the straightest shooter you could ever have. <laughs> uh, it never beats around any bushes whatsoever. What does fact, that have to do knows? about fantasy football? They're, they're just a very uh, blatant bunch. It seems like we got a an imminent... Uh, Imminent cult activity. We got 12 folks over there with the 13th being Tina the Evil. Yeah, I'd say they're pretty close to summoning. Yeah, so I- Pulling whatever they wanted to through that patch of moldy black. So, Bud, um, what's the what's the timeline here? Is the chanting gonna, like, get louder and then they drag the folks out of the cages? Like, are the uh, folks just gonna drop dead in the cages? Like, what- what do we need to do? How much time do we have to I stop this? What what day is it? Why, it's May 1st. Okay, so there's a full moon tonight, so probably mm. I give it, I don't oh. know, 12 hours. Oh, so it's like happening. Ooh. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, okay. So what time of day is it's it? It's like noon. Oh, all right. So midnight. Midnight. They're going to be chanting 
till midnight. Yeah, there's probably blood sacrifice in there somewhere, but... They've got a whole itinerary. I'm not really privy to the details, and Tina doesn't really like me for reasons unknown. We're going to be pushed out of here pretty quick. Can we... Kill Tina? Yes. Well, yeah, we can... That will get there, don't worry. We could also... You know, I could try to distract Tina with your wiles. Well, because here's what I'm thinking. Like, if this is a 12-hour ceremony, they're going to need sustenance. Sure. Catering. So, like, maybe we could put something in the water to, like, knock them out, give them diarrhea. I don't know. Incapacitate them. You got something like that in your pack? (laughs) There's a shit ton of it outside there. Yeah, mold. All that fucking mold. (laughs) Oh, you want to give them poop? Poops, I understand. Give them the poops. (laughs) Right. I don't think they pause. That's not you, really, they're like know. in a thrall kind of thing. Oh, I don't right. really know sorry, that there's sorry. any opportunity to. That checks out. I don't think I've ever been a part of a ritual. In fact, I'm pretty <laughs> sure I haven't. But right. I don't remember in any of the stories there being like snack breaks. Hold on, or I gotta pee. Like Everyone pause. Right, yes. You can't just sort of put, push the pause button on things like summoning As you're all evil. talking about that, you hear, hold on, everybody, <laughs> yeah. I gotta pee. No, I'm just, just like, kidding. like, oh, fuck, Dennis, now we have to start over. Yeah. No, Dennis is outside. No, there's two Dennises. Two people give me named Dennis. Deni? Yeah, Deni. Deni. This one is just D-E-N-I-S. Deni. You think we should poison them? Well, I was just not going to eat, so I think we should scratch that off. I was looking for a way to incapacitate them without necessarily killing them, but is there a portion of the uh, cavern that you would like to be in before I proceed to break Tina's kneecaps? Oh, absolutely. Here's the thing. I don't think we can just sort of declare war right now. We have 12 hours. Like, this isn't, we must kill them now. But we don't know when they're going to do the sacrifices. 12 hours until the the ultimate evil (laughs) comes. Sure. We don't know when they're going to kill our friends. I would like to, uh, I think that if we extinguish the flame, that the folks under thrall who are performing the ritual will probably unthrall. And they're not going to attack us. Sure. So who we've got to worry about is Tina, Dennis, and Colby. Right. Okay. And and they're going to try to stop us from putting out the fire. And I sort of think that maybe even the prisoners are fine because they're kind of in a cage and whatever. They're like kind of safe, right? It's safe enough, I, at least for now. I'm sure there'll be victims eventually. I mean, I could stall Tita if you just want to grab your people and get the fuck out. But so we could put an end to all of it if if we can put out that flame. Can, can I just take a minute? Can you explain the structure of this cult? Yeah, yes, briefly. I'm, I'm intrigued. So well. the people in the, who are chanting right now, they yeah. aren't actually cult members. They're just like uh Well, they like volunteered, I think, like I did, uh, and they stuck around. So now they're like they're just you, but a little more advanced. Yeah. Cool. Sure, but the senior members are the ones who are still, like, walking around and not chanting. I think yeah. they, only, they only needed 12 to do the ritual. Okay. And Tina makes 13, so... Well, not me, and then Dennis. Then clearly Colby's un- under some sort of spell. Yeah, you think so, bud? I was going to ask you, have you seen mm. that man before? Yeah, sure. Uh, but have you I talked think, to I that think, man before? I mean, before we started recruiting people voluntarily, like, Tina likes to take baths and shit. Somebody's got to run the water, so. <laughs> and that was... That she was, went and, like, kid- kidnapped somebody from the town and... Ooh. Oh. There's a few others around here that are like quote unquote servants, I guess, who are just like people from the city. And they've been put into thrall? I don't really know how it works because I don't deal with 
living people. I didn't really ask because I think it's kind of creepy and wrong. But well, right, sure. that's, but like you right. can tell, is Colby acting of his own agency or no, is Colby I, under no. a spell? Like he's that's under a okay. Spell. He's yeah, definitely totally. under a spell. Yeah. Whew, that honestly, that makes me more scared for Colby, but also kind of like relieved because at least Colby's not a dirty traitor. Right. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, like uh, this situation. Is worse. Yeah, it's bad. But also, a little bit but better. But at least I didn't lose a friend <laughs> yeah. until Colby dies, maybe, in this fight that we're about to have, in which case I will have lost a friend. We're but not going to let that happen, no kid. No way. Thank you. I yeah. don't. Thank no. you, I mean, I don't think... I don't think it's fair to do lethal force to anyone but Tina, really, because I don't know oh. how much influence any of these people... And again, if we put out the flame, I think they'll go back to being themselves. Right, okay. and... Uh, mm-hmm. How big is the fire? Is it like mm, like bonfire, no, like small it's, campfire? It's like like a volleyball <laughs> size, All right. All right. Yeah. like a small brazier. Yeah, yeah, you said it was in a brazier, yeah. so I assumed it wasn't you know too big. There are three legs. It stands about the height of like an average human, okay. where the flame would kind of be at eye height. Cool. Yeah, so it's like a tripod, and then the legs are holding up a bowl, mm-hmm. and then inside the bowl is like a normal looking fire that is around a thing that is about the shape of a volleyball. We are also, we are not in that room right now. So this is us remembering what it looked like. Yeah. I will ask Bud a question. So, Budley, (laughs) Budstifer, what's your full name? It's Budstifer, you got it. Budstifer, yes, got it in two. You, my friend, what's the deal with this flame? Uh, how easy is it to put out, and what will happen when we put it out? I mean, I think it's just a fire. It's just a regular-ass fire. I mean, I don't really know. I mean, okay. this, these are my think? educated guesses. You're way more educated yeah, than we yeah. are, so All you're, right. you're That's our, fair. Uh, what's the word? You're a point person yeah, on yeah. what may happen. Well, if you put it out, whatever hold Roto has over this cult will dissipate, because that's where like his will comes from, is the uh, flame. Which is why the cult of standing flame, uh, that's what they told us anyway. I mean, I don't even know if that's true or not. That's why I think it's so important we put out the fire. Because I guess I don't even know. Maybe Tina's under some kind of thrall from it, too. Because like Mm. I said, I I haven't been here. Sure. But you do know that that, that it's regular fire. I mean, yeah, it's like enchanted, but it's still... But if I put water upon it... Yeah, yeah. Ba-bam. I think so. I got some holy water. Oh, that might be even better. Just try it. Just in case. case. Yes, if it's like fire, but also it's evil. Yeah. Like maybe it'll kill both parts. Yeah, there's really no reason not to. Right. Try Mm -hmm. holding water. I mean, yeah, for any fire. It's not going to make it worse. (laughs) You never know. Maybe I've it's said a, that maybe before. maybe it's a holy fire and it'll just make it grow. Exactly. <laughs> try some, like putting oil try, like putting water on an oil fire. Try some on the try some on the mold. Like right here. Yeah, just just dangle a little bit. No, it's expensive. We can't just throw this around really oh. minute. I got a dropper. Just a dropper. Yes, it takes turkey out a dropper. It. <laughs> no, not not that much. Just just a little like uh, essential oil dropper. Uh, uh and it hisses and like that one little spot turns into regular dirt. Oh shit, that's real cool. Oh, wow. Oh, all right. So so if we take that holy water and we put it upon this flame, it will extinguish the flame and hopefully cancel out any evil enchantment or whatever was on there. Or, you know, mm-hmm. we might as well, as we said. Mm-hmm. Then what that, What I'm curious about is those 12 folks standing around that puddle or whatever nasty ground it was. Yeah. 
and the flame. What's what's their deal? I, if we extinguish that flame, what will happen to them? Will they turn on us? I'm not sure. Ooh, okay, mm-hmm. that's fair. I'm not asking you to know everything about the cult <laughs> you're not fully a member of. But it's a good question. It's something to consider. Yes, that's, that's <laughs> what we're sort of wrestling with now is we want to stop this from happening. I did be very quiet and make sure nobody hears this. We want to stop this ritual from happening. We can all agree on that. But you seem very, very hype about destroying evil Tina as well. I sort of think regarding the cultists, the the 12, my idea would be to make sure the prisoners were free before we put out the flame because I'm guessing that turn on us or not, they're going to be confused enough that we could make a break for it. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. I've also got a fun ability called Fog Cloud, which would very oh. much make everybody Ooh. not know what was happening at nice. all. Yes. So we could simultaneously detonate a fog cloud and sploosh some water upon a flame. But if they are mm-hmm. like more or less innocent people, right? That's we also that's can't we just like know. leave them in here. I mean, we could. Like we could. You're the. You're okay. We could leave them. No. I can. No, we not can't. a good conscience. They'll figure it out and they'll leave if no. they're innocent. And if they're not innocent, they'll try to do another cult thing, and that'll be bad. So, like, <laughs> I don't know. It's a flip of a coin. <laughs> we can't just leave them here. What, you're gonna leave your best friend here? No, not those people. Just the twelve people. Oh, so only the, the people that, that you are, care about? The ones that are involved in. Yes, that's the human experience. <laughs> <laughs> We're trolley problem in here. <laughs> the ones I care about are more important to me. That's Apparently. That's very Corey of you. <laughs> Thank you. Let me be Corey with you. <laughs> so I think I'm worried about Colby. I'm worried about your brother. I'm worried about Darcy. Mm-hmm. Right. I want to get those people out because I know they didn't ask to be here. Mm-hmm. I don't know about those 12. I think they're like Bud. No offense, Bud. You kind of asked to be here like you did. And that implicates you in a way. I'm not saying you're asking for it and we should murder them, <laughs> but maybe they're not wholly innocent. I don't know. Do you Have you heard of Thomas Aquinas? <laughs> Do you believe people are inherently <laughs> good or inherently bad? <laughs> That's the real question here, is if we release innocents that have been under a spell, will they continue to try to enact that spell and will they act for themselves and rebel against Tina and eat her, as in the Lion King? Are these hyenas we're talking about? Or are they Timons and Pumbas? They all asked to be here. So what I'm thinking might be our best bet is uh, running in, putting out the fire right away, and then throwing down some spells. Yeah. So with that in mind, I think that the one with the best stealth score should, you know, if I'm going to quantify how the, sneaky the, we the all are, the one should. with the highest should have the, the holy water and he like looks at Corey. Corey's eyes narrow and his mouth starts to grin because he can <laughs> feel himself being needed. Yeah. <laughs> Corey, you're a, you're small and wily. Do you think you could take this holy water yes. uh, flask? Got it. Here you go. Thank you. You gotta go in there. Be as quiet as possible. Unlock both cages. I I take care of the holy water the the, the fire first. Mm-hmm. Do the fire and then move to the cages. Why? Though I guess if you were yeah, to be why? stealthy, <laughs> yeah. do you want me to distract Tina? Bug? Oh, if you could. Yes. Uh, in a second, yes. That Kay. sounds like a good part of the plan. We need to figure out this part first, but yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Now that I'm thinking of it, I like that idea. Go unlock the cages. Tell your friends, don't move. 
Pretend um, like you're still locked in there. Yep. And then go to the fire. Yes, because once I hit that fire, that's the alarm. Yeah. That's and right. then I'm fog clouding as well. That's I'm the dumping fire. water and I'm fog clouding and the room is chaos and fog. Mm-hmm. And so in that's that the chaos, fire alarm. Hopefully our friends escape and we're able to escape without a huge fight. And if there is a fight, we fight because mm-hmm. I'd rather fight and get hurt and, you know, risk part of myself or my own life than mm-hmm. just sort of leave here and not do anything. That's not an option. Mm-hmm. We're not just leaving. We can't not do anything. And I think this is our fastest way forward. It's yeah. chaos. Mm-hmm. And hoping, potentially, that if we put out this flame, these folks won't be nearly as motivated to destroy us. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's a, like, fingers crossed, best case scenario sort of situation. Either way, once the, once the fog cloud goes up, we're all running out. Or maybe everyone's out. And I'm the only one inside. Yeah. And, you know, I'm Bruce Willis Armageddon going Ooh. down with this ship. <laughs> no, <laughs> you can't do that. That's not, that's not good tough, toughness. You got to take care of yourself. Here's the other thing, and maybe this is a bit of a romantic wishful thinking, but I think if I put out that fire, there's a part of me that believes deep down that uh, Colby will wake up and I know he's good and mm-hmm. I know he'll help. We'll see. But I think that sounds fine, especially if you bud can distract Tina for us while this happens. Take her as far into whatever the deepest room is. Ask some questions about it. Pretend you don't really know that we're doing this plan. No, I have a plan. It's all right. Let me tell you how to do a deception check. I got it. Thank you. (laughs) And as he's saying that, Tina pokes her head back in the like thing. She's like, are you gone yet? Why are you still here? And Bud's like, "Uh, I actually have to talk to you about some paperwork. I don't think you did it right. I got something in the mail yes. the other day and it was, yes. it was wrong. It was really oh, wrong. No, your pay stubs. I don't even think it was for me, actually. He uh, takes her by the arm and like leads her off, off camera, basically. Into the, into the office. Yeah, and you hear him like, <laughs> accounting room. yeah, into her office, basically. Like, you can't, you can't be messy with your paper. I don't care if this is like a evil cult. You can't, you got to keep track of stuff because, go, go, you go, know, go, go, go. Always- I think that's your cue, Corey. <laughs> uh. Corey. Yes. Remember. What? Be quiet. Oh, be quiet. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Be quick and you've got this. Thank you. You, Are you giving me inspiration? I am. (laughs) Oh, dear. Wait, so are you giving me bardic inspiration? I am. Does that give me a plus two on my next skill roll? Is that... or Uh, Tell me what it does, please. So, I am using one of my bardic inspiration uses. So, you gain an inspiration die, a 1d6. That's what it is. So, for the next 10 minutes, you can... Add it to one ability check, attack roll, or saving throw. Wonderful. That will help me. Thank you for the tip. I do appreciate being told, be quiet. Uh, it's one of my favorite things to hear. <laughs> JK, Listen, the- that was a joke. See, my deception is growing every day. <laughs> Corey, the, the important part of that message was that you can do this. Oh, I know that. Here comes my stealth check. And what I'm trying to do, for the sake of the DM and also the listeners, is I'm trying to sneak into the room, into the den, down the two steps, <laughs> and go to the cages first. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to try to unlock those while the thralled people just sort of keep chanting. Mm-hmm. Because I'm counting on them not noticing mm-hmm. me. We'll see. Or if there are guards anywhere else, we'll see. But my stealth check to do that, I am going to, I'm going to use the inspiration die on that because this seems pretty important (laughs) to be able to do the sneak. Mm -hmm. That is a 20, non-natural. Nice. Yeah, they don't notice you at all. There's no indication that 
even the ones facing you have any right. clue that you're there. Unfortunately, Mend and Darcy are unconscious. They are unconscious. That's mm-hmm. no good. Nope. So now I am going to attempt to unlock or unhinge or unlatch or whatever these cages. What okay. am I looking at? What's the mechanism here? What do I um, it's to... just like a simple padlock. Okay. So at first I'm going to try to do a dexterity check to see if I can pick the lock. Okay. Do you have thieves tools? Uh, I don't know. No, definitely not. <laughs> Why would I? Uh, no. No, I don't. I have my own Cory brain. And a toothpick. And a toothpick and like some hair, hair ties or something. Hair ties? You mean bobby pins? No. Okay. <laughs> my dexterity check is a 19. Yeah. Roll disadvantage though because you don't actually don't know how to, yeah. how to pick a lock. Okay. 14. Explain to me what you're doing. I'm basically trying to figure out how if I can just like jam things into it and just bust it. Okay. Like I'm not, I don't know how to like lock pick in quotes. That's sure. not a skill that Corey right. has. Um, luckily the mold and decay mm. has sort of crept up from the floor and is on the locks. So they yes. actually do give fairly easily when you wedge your hair tie yeah. in My there hair tie. somehow. And yeah, so they break. Um, and oh, falls nice. to the floor. Both yeah. of them are. Yep, they're both and rotten and, and nasty. Cool. So it's maybe more that these people are unconscious that is keeping them in these cages, and maybe less that these locks are amazing. Can I crawl in the? Uh, the cage is big enough for me to crawl inside. Yeah. I'm going to choose to crawl into Men's cage. The okay. Tortle, Torin's mm-hmm. brother. I'm going to s- swoop my way in there and kind of like try to grab Mend by whatever shoulders that tortoise may have sure um as you like heave him (laughs) over because he's huge and weighs a lot Mm -hmm. um on his neck there is a symbol (gasps) like carved like a magical symbol Mm. carved into his neck Uh um and he doesn't wake uh arcana check just in case to see if i recognize what that symbol is sure because i do spells that's a 16 it's sort of a perverse twist on a like obedience spell, like obedience oh. or like imposition of will. Like <clears throat> I can't think of a nice way you would use it, charm. But it's like twi- It's like not oh, it's like right. Nasty. Written in heavy metal font, <laughs> and you're kind of <laughs> like, does that say charm? No, no, like, I couldn't. There's too many pointy what edges. What is happening here? <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Okay. Cool. Uh, I try to. <laughs> Corey's not a, extremely smart. Corey tries to rub it off with his hand. Uh, it's scabbed over. Is it, and it okay, it's like burned in or something. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, you never know. <laughs> it's worth a shot. So Mend's not dead. Nope. But Mend is under a, some kind of a lockdown. Has a restraining bolt on him. Okay, that's great. That's awesome. I sneak back out, and instead of doing the water thing, I come back to find my friends. Are you still in the hallway, or have you exited the building? I'm still in, in the hallway. The hallway. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Okay, so it's pretty easy to get in and out. They don't notice me at all. We've only got so much time. Bud, I'm sure, can talk about paperwork forever, but mm-hmm. I'm sure Tina will cut them off eventually. Those two folks are under spells. I don't know if oh, they're going shit. to be able to leave of their own volition. So unless, do you folks feel strong enough to carry people out of here? Hell yeah. Okay, then that's ha- going to have to be the plan. All uh, right. There's no way that we're going to get them to leave unless we can dispel this magic somehow. <laughs> Which again, <laughs> fingers crossed, we extinguish <laughs> that flame and everything just turns up rosy. But <laughs> I bet it won't. Yeah. So I'm going to need you folks to come in there with me once the cloud bursts. And I'll, I'll yell. 
I'll say okay. fog cloud because you have to say it when you <laughs> cast it. There are verbal components. You don't just uh, make a foghorn noise. Maybe I'll do that. <laughs> oh, <ooh. laughs> don't do it now. <laughs> Not yet, but but when I do it, I'll do that noise. Okay, it'll be fun. You gotta have some fun when you're doing very very dangerous life risky things. So I'm sorry, your lives are also going to be a little bit endangered by this plan. I hope that's cool. Of course. That's fine. Okay, good, good, good. Come come with me. Sneak as best you can. You know, I, I'm sure it won't be a too big of a deal. Everybody seems pretty in the zone, but uh-huh. you might as well make a check to make sure you don't make too much noise and alert Dennis or anything. Okay. I think I have to roll with disadvantage on it. Because of your because armor? Because I have heavy armor, yeah. So, let's see. Huh, seven. Uh, Thirteen. They don't notice you. Ooh, yes. Okay, good. And they're chanting, so... No one else notices you either. So we all get low, and we all get in there, and I and I gesture to the, the broken locks and the cages. So, we've got Mend and we've got Darcy. There's mm-hmm. nobody in that third one. So there's one for each of you. Uh, maybe you even want to, like, start getting them ready? Like, I don't know if they will both wake up or anything, but feel free to start dragging them out. Sure. Uh, Torn, what's your... Yeah. How strong are you? Not incredibly strong. All right, you take Darcy. I'll take your brother. All right. I'll crawl into men's cage yeah, and turtles are try big. like yeah, <laughs> try like shake him mm-hmm. to wake him up. Uh, all right, let me know when you folks are set, and I'll say that I'll say the word and make the sound and douse the fire, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Corey's just poised uh, outside of the circle of people, like ready, because I I am pretty sure that once I once I burst through the ring, that they'll be mad. I am sure that that's going to be the trigger for, hey, what the hell? Oh, the flame isn't inside, is not inside the ring. It's at the far side of the room. Okay. There in front of it from where, like if you were looking into okay. the thing, there's the ring of people with the thing on the floor and then the the brazier is on like the behind side. them. Okay. So then my next question is, can I get around the ring of people yeah. without disturbing them yeah, and get course. to the fire? Oh, yeah, great. No okay. That's even better. Before you go and attack the fire, I'm going to take my rope and tie it around mend so I can have like, mm, yeah, like I can Use physics make to like advantage. a, yeah. As you're doing that, you hear the desperate <laughs> sort of bud being like, I, I'm not done talking to you yet. I, you really, they, and right, Tina. fuck it comes into the room. All right. Oh, Corey, do it. Hurry, run. All right. Tina, you're just in time. <laughs> says Corey. Stop there. What are you doing? I say, oh, you'll see very soon. And as I scamper across the room, dump the holy water on the thing. With my other hand, I'm giving a big old middle finger to Tina. Use and that to cast the fog yeah, cloud. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm going to need you to roll to do that. To give a middle finger? No, to, to, <laughs> to, to, to do everything else. Like, my turn is that I blah, 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 I mean, blah, blah, yeah, all these things. Not? I run and dump. That's it. That's all I'm doing. It's just moving and dumping. Do a dexterity check. Okay. I'll do a dexterity Thank check you. for you. You're welcome. Well, that's really bad. That's a five. <laughs> so you don't spill the holy water. You still have it, but you okay. do trip. <sighs> Your foot sinks into the ground. Oh, because it's gross. And everyone roll initiative. <laughs> Shit. Original setting and story by Elise Kallenbach. Editing and music by David Gutchie. Ambient sound effects provided by Sirenscape. 
intro by Marshall Dean. This program is made possible by listeners like you. Visit us at patreon.com backslash the Fable Forge to donate. Thank you.